1: In 2017, Life As We Knew It came to a screeching halt when production on Sex and the City 3, the movie, was unceremoniously and abruptly shut down. Three years later, it was announced in 2020 that a Sex and the City reboot was in the works. However, the reboot is not actually a third movie, and thus, my journey continues. On this podcast, I will be doing what many believe to be the undoable I will be saving Sex and the City 3. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Only Podcast that's fighting the good fight for justice for Sex and the City 3, saving Sex and the City 3. I'm your host Lara and with me today is, I guess I would call her like a jackdress of all trades. She is behind the hilarious Instagram account official Sean Penn. She's also a fellow podcaster and the co-host of Glowing Up. And she's a writer and just all around killing the game. It's Caroline Goldfarb.
0: Hi, Laura. Thanks for having me.
1: I'm so happy to have you here. You truly have no idea.
0: First of all, thank you for your service. Um, like you said, you're out there fighting the good fight, Um, even more show, even more so than the actual show, the good fight.
1: Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm motivated. I've never given up hope. I've, you know, fought for years for a reboot of Sex and the City. I feel like we're getting there, but it might not be the Sex and the City that we all want. So the the fight continues. I have some
0: questions for you, actually.
1: Yeah, please shoot. First
0: question. So you really want Sex in the City 3, but I have to ask. Have you seen Sex in the City 2? Because it was really bad.
1: Yes. And that is why I demand Sex in the City 3 because Sex in the City 2, I love it and have nothing for respect, nothing but respect for people who lose sight of what an entire franchise and brand is about and then decide to take things in a wild and unhinged direction. And I feel like that's what happened with Sex in the City 2 and i wanted more of that i thought that we haven't you know the story's not over yet i would like to see what happens after the girls get back from so dubai so you do want or to Abu continue Jabi,
0: you view sex in the city 2 as canon
1: as canon and like a camp masterpiece like it's like showgirls level i think it should be studied in film school um, as kind of as it's like both an example of what not to do and also what to do. Yeah. Because it just got co- so out of control.
0: Am I? I will sometimes think back to Sex in the City 2, which I saw in theaters at midnight. And I'll remember sequences that I don't know Same. if they're real or they were a fever dream. Like, does Liza mm-hmm. Minnelli, the Liza Minnelli, sing single <laughs> ladies at like a very over the top gay wedding that has like an indoor pond and swans?
1: Yes, I believe she absolutely does, and she kind of wiggles around on her lit her unstable legs, and she gives the performance of a lifetime. I would say.
0: Yeah, so that did happen, and is the
1: yeah, that and did. is
0: the line "Lawrence of My Labia" actually in that movie, or did I imagine that as well?
1: That was not a fever dream, nor was it a hallucination. Mm-hmm. You did hear that loud and clear. I mean that's got
0: to be one of the only uh mo- major motion picture releases that has the word labia in it. You just don't hear that word often in film.
1: No, you don't. And that's why I mean these girls are so forward thinking and I think and also what girls, inspired me to do this Just want to pac- clarify.
0: By these girls you mean Michael Patrick King's right brain and left brain.
1: <laughs> these okay, girls, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> um but yeah, and I felt like they opened up the world in such a way where now like any nothing is off the table mm. insofar far as like what they could do next i guess in terms of this podcast but i, I guess in terms of just the show or anything because it, uh, they just went so off the rails they blew
0: up the they they blew off the lid for like all art really like there are mm-hmm. no limits on art as a genre, art in general broadly speaking
1: yeah. And so I feel like everyone should just be inspired by that and not like, not angry or confused mm. or even just not care, but just like, yeah, just glean inspiration and make your own version of Sex in the City 2. Do you
0: know, do you have any insider info as to if uh, the HBO Max reboot is going to continue off where Sex in the City 2 left off?
1: Unfortunately, I have like pretty much zero yeah. info, okay. but I do know that it's gonna be like about the pandemic. Oh, and like COVID, it's like the girls minus Samantha dealing with like the fallout of COVID nineteen or something. Which I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't
0: want, want that either. I'm writing on a show right now that it's actually. I'm just realizing it is in some ways narratively inspired by Sex and the City. There are four female protagonists. It's different, but there are some similarities, I would say. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it was a very conscious choice at the beginning of the writing process to completely omit the reality of COVID-19 and create a universe where it doesn't exist. Because we do not want to see COVID-19 on screen. I mean, I I don't think people want it.
1: I don't want it unless you're truly like making fun of it and doing some sort of like satire that takes me out of the harsh reality that is a global pandemic that just like decimated millions. I don't want and I don't want to see my like my girls go. Through I know it's that. like
0: Carrie's going to be like shopping for masks.
1: Yeah. And like big is like he's an elderly at this point. So he's at oh, high you know risk. Big's like, on a ventilator feel... like opening shot. Yeah. Like, I don't think I don't I don't I don't want to be brought down. It's like such a high and low because like last we checked in with them, they were in Abu Dhabi getting literally kicked out of a country for being too sexy and like almost stoned to death in like the market square. So like we're going from that to then a global pandemic and the ladies dealing with it just feels like a wild twist. Calling it
0: now, the opening scene will be Magda's funeral and she just died of (laughs) COVID-19.
1: That would be actually pretty smart. I thought they were going to do that with Samantha, like and have like just a voiceover where it was like, "We got new friends, and then we lost some, and then just have like a gravestone of Samantha for how they would deal with her being gone from the franchise." Which is another like betrayal on I think everyone's part. Like I'm I'm furious about the lack of Samantha in this reboot. I think
0: it's it's awful. I, I feel really strongly that it's a terrible terrible decision on Kim Cattrall's part during a global pandemic of all times when people need nostalgia need to feel good just giving them the gift of being paid all you have to do is show up and be paid millions of dollars you don't have to talk to Sarah Jessica Parker it's work honey like it doesn't have to be great but you'd be giving the you'd be giving such a gift to millions of people for her to deny the world of that I'm pissed at her I think she's I think she's totally out of line
1: I think it sucks. I th- and I think she sucks for making that decision. Just they're getting paid a million dollars an episode, and it's called acting for a reason. You act like you like someone. I know this is
0: the uh, the Laura School of Acting. are <laughs> <You're-> It's called <laughs> acting, ladies. Act, act, act yeah, act, act nice. The word. To her. <laughs> I am. I am so flabbergasted and upset. But that's a. And by the way, I have a lot. I know we have to get to the actual subject matter of the podcast, but I have a lot of Mm
1: -hmm.
0: tangentially sex in the city related stories that involve key players from the franchise that I think you and your listeners will enjoy. Just we could pepper them in as we go. Wait,
1: I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, let's start with one. I would love to hear anything you've got.
0: I, within the last two or three years, and I, I can't share too many details about this, got in a... Terrible car accident with Darren Starr, the creator no. of Sex in the City. No.
1: Yeah. Creator of Sex and the City and the hit phenomenon, Emily don't in Paris. Don't remind me. Don't remind me. Insult <laughs> to
0: injury. It was a terrible car accident. I, I'm i like, I still don't know how much I'm allowed to say about this, but it was his fault. And Oh, and my the insur- God. And the paperwork will. I will. I will contact my... My personal injury attorney, Howard Kornberg, and he will validate my claims,
1: but it was Howard Kornberg. Shout out to personal injury attorney, Howard Kornberg. You're fucking killing me. Howie,
0: you have my back and I'll never forget that.
1: (laughs) Uh, It was a bad
0: accident. I was I got injured and I was like in pain I was like my first big accident it's like if you've been in an accident you know it's, it's truly the one of the scariest feelings in the world I like got out of the car and yeah. I was like I totaled this person's Porsche and he was like screaming at me he was like not the next guy and we had a look at mm. each other's licenses and I'll never forget that moment it was like all <laughs> the pain went away it was like I'd never been in an accident I went from like actual physical pain to elation when I read Darren Star on his license I was like <laughs> all of a sudden I was like that's bygones be bygones buddy i'm like how are you caroline nice to meet you big fan it was crazy. oh my
1: god i cannot even imagine like what a gift and also what a curse i know
0: i was like i was like this is kind of a f- interesting situation we're in almost like i don't know there's like a show here or something
1: no <laughs> Wait, it was bad. Wait, I'm like, I can't even imagine like looking at the license. And for him, he must just be like, "Fuck me up the ass." Like now, this person, like, there's no way if you're a female, like, millennial and up, that you wouldn't know who he
0: Driving is. Driving a pink car. I had a subcompact Chevy Spark that came in the color light pink, which was completely oh, totally because it was a yeah. Jeep. And
1: you were a Cosmo. I was a. On co- the I was
0: Freewheeling Cosmo <laughs> roaring down sunset. He's like, yeah, this millennial Jewish girl who drives a pink car knows exactly who I am. Because also like Darren Star. There aren't that many Darren Stars in the world. But
1: No, there, it's a singular and, Like I remember name. my boyfriend wow. picked me
0: up and I was like limping. And he was like, oh my God, are you okay? I was like, I'm great. You'll never guess what happened. I was like, this is the best day of my life. He's like, you seem really hurt. I'm like,
1: Truly- I'm not. <laughs> Only in Los Angeles is that like a networking opportunity. When, like, a powerful person just smashes into you and almost sends you right to oh, hell. Oh, yeah.
0: And you better believe absolutely nothing <laughs> came of it. <laughs> but it's okay, you know. Great. It's all been settled. Um, I'm making the money sign with my fingers, but I can't legally say why.
1: I love it. I love where that's at. And I hope that maybe one day he hears this podcast he and does. then decides to do the right thing and make... This into a show Darren, or a movie, Darren. Baby,
0: if you're listening, Darren, Darren if you're baby. listening,
1: we for that's Caroline true, forgives honey. you. It's all good. I forgive you from the minute I yeah. read
0: that license. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> it's all good, honey.
1: You like got an amputated leg, and you're like, it's fucking chill. Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> exactly. So I have a stack of Sex and the City DVDs as my leg. That's my prosthetic. Um, so that's one story, mm-hmm. and I'll save the other one. It's even better for
1: later in the podcast. Okay. Wow. This is. We're off to an incredible start. For anyone that's just tuning in, welcome. And also, I'm going to give you a little rundown of how we do things on this pod. I have writers and creators come on and I tell them to give me a storyline for each of the four women. And then we like go back to the beginning and build a movie or show or whatever it is they decide. They're the creators. I'm just here to help their vision. So with that, I'm going to toss it to you, Caroline. and. Tell me tell me what you got.
0: All right. Let me pull up my little note stock. OK, here it is. Um, I spent all of two minutes and 15 seconds on this last night. So perfect. Um, I'm going to be honest. My log lines are what we call simple in the biz. They're loose. They're Fair. simple and they're going to need a bit of fleshing out. This is first thought. No, that's what I'm here guy. for. <laughs> kind of. That's actually not. What I love it. Means. OK, I'm going to start with Charlotte. All I have for Charlotte is Charlotte has a lesbian affair.
1: I see it. I see it totally happening. It could happen with like um, she could get back into the art world and come back in contact with those lesbians that tried to seduce her the one time. Yes. Like the most powerful lesbians in New York. And then this time she decides that she does in fact eat pussy. Yeah.
0: I think it's like a midlife crisis kind of thing. Like maybe her kid is starting to hate her and like Harry's, I don't know what's up with Harry, but she's lonely. The world is changing around her. You know, gender and sexual orientation isn't what it used to be. You know, the world is evolving. Charlotte wants to evolve. She feels left in the dust. She's a dinosaur in the art world. And all of these feelings are coalescing and who but a beautiful, hot art world lesbian comes her way. I mean, Mm -hmm. she, because it's like, First of all, there weren't a lot of lesbian affairs on... Also, I'm saying the word lesbian affairs. That's not a thing. Like, can we just... I have to stop saying lesbian affairs. It's like not... There were a lot of hot same-sex hookups on Sex and the City. I mean, obviously, Samantha. I, I don't think... Am I forgetting any? I don't think no, so. No, that
1: was it. I mean, not even. I think Stanford. We. I don't even know if we ever saw him hook up with anyone. He got rejected, and then he had the hot boyfriend Marcus. But that, and then he got just married Big off. To shout Anthony. out to Marcus. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: dude. I feel like that's a bit of an oversight, narrative wise. Like, we got to get some more same sex, same sex hooking up in the mix, especially girl on girl. You know what I'm saying?
1: Totally. Yeah. Justice for tits. I'm wearing a wife
0: beater and talking about. Same sex romance in a way that is like I work at a subway stand, like I work at like a sub shop in like New Jersey. I like I'm truly <laughs> acting toxic, I don't know why, but I
1: I, I could totally. It's sp- like a kind it's a very Tony Soprano vibe, but I'm here for it. That's HBO, that's HBO you're baby. on brand, baby. That's what I'm
0: talking about. That's that's not TV, that's <laughs> HBO. Uh, T- HBO very funny, HBO very toxic. Um, so I can, I'm feeling that for Charlotte. Should I keep going just up up the chain?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Samantha, if you haven't gotten this one yet, I'd be surprised. It kind of felt obvious and I'm sure someone's already suggested it. But Samantha gets canceled for tweeting something bad. Samantha gets canceled.
1: Samantha's she's gotten canceled lightly in past episodes. Carrie's gotten canceled the most in past episodes and like rightly so. She's kind of like a prudish, judgmental sex writer. But I love, I think Samantha would absolutely get canceled. I mean, maybe for like even sexual harassment. I was just going to say,
0: Samantha gets me tooed. I think you think mm-hmm. we've arrived at an even better logline just by brainstorming. and that's yeah. the power of brainstorming in a writer's room. So yeah, Samantha gets me tooed, feels right. It feels of the time. It feels honestly overdue. She's
1: Yeah, she's aggressive. I mean, she's aggressive and i think we get a lot of guys coming out of the woodwork saying that they didn't feel comfortable oh, like yeah. i think the yoga we have like a yoga instructor remember mm. that like celibate mm. yoga instructor that she was trying to seduce there was like fryer Fire fuck. fuck yep um who else she gave the like ups delivery guy a blow job once i feel like that was like an abuse of power maybe on her part
0: have a lot of This is not this should have been asked offline on my part, but not a lot of women get me to. Right. It's like it's rare.
1: No, but she's the first woman. I think this is like the first instance in this movie of a woman getting me to in like a really intense. Yeah. I
0: mean, maybe she 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 needs a wake up call, quite frankly. And, you know. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I, of course, we would have to handle it with the utmost respect for the Me Too movement. We're not belittling or we're not making fun of in any way, Me Too. We're not, that's not our goal here. Our goal here is to call attention to safe, consensual sex. I'm sorry, I just had a small burp.
1: Yeah. And I think I think Samantha could learn a thing or two about that in this process. And I think we'll see her learning about yeah. that in a very Samantha totally. way.
0: So that's by Samantha. Um, Miranda. I really struggled with Miranda's. So I'm not going to lie to you. I went back and forth. I feel like Miranda's. I mean, pretty much everyone's favorite character. Miranda's really had such an amazing second life. And mm-hmm. like she just had the best storylines. It's so hard to think of one for her. So. My one for Miranda is this is what I wrote down. Miranda adopts an old ass dog. And um <laughs> it's not a lot of fun. It's not the sexiest storyline. It's neither topical nor particularly smart, witty, or relevant. But I think Miranda mm-hmm. adopting like a really old dog could offer some a lot of comedy.
1: You know what? I agree with you and I think that what Sex and the City has really been lacking is like a hefty dose of animal hijinks. Mm. We had Miranda's cat, Fatty, who was kind of a very tertiary character. Mm. Um, but I'm I'm ready to see her have a dog and have that dog be like a big character and part of this world. I'm always
0: thinking like Beethoven-style animal humor. Yeah, Or like...
1: I'm right there. I with think we you. totally mm-hmm.
0: lean into the camp of it, like, like you were saying, like this is our moment for like animal <laughs> camp. Like, let's take it to the next level. Let's blow the lid off. What is respectable art? Like, you know, like a lot of like fake paws, like in the mix. Like her, the fake paws, like mess with Typing. Miranda's brief yeah. or something. And
1: like, oh, her brief mm-hmm. is like bones, bones, like treats, and like, does her dog, like, does her dog try and like. Steal her legal career. I think that Miranda, it
0: comes from a good place. Like Miranda's an activist; she wants to engage the world around her in a positive way. And you know, she's been the epidemic of old-ass dogs going without being adopted has been called to her attention. And Miranda's like, "This is perfect for me. Like, I am this—you know—neurotic woman. I don't have a lot of time. Like, an old-ass dog is low maintenance." Um, it, like, totally makes sense. She's, like, coming at it from a good place, but then, like, the old-ass dog is really feisty, wreaks havoc onto her life. Um, it's, like, getting into chocolate cakes. Like, it's, like, a lot of, like, messy dog reaction shots. Maybe, like, of, like ADR, mm-hmm. of, like, a dog going, like, Rrr! and stuff. <laughs> it's Like, that <laughs> kind of tone. Yeah,
1: and I think... I think that she has empty nest syndrome with like Brady going off to college mm-hmm. or whatever. And so it makes perfect sense that she would want to add like an animal into the mix. Okay. Mm-hmm. Question for mm-hmm. you. Do you see this dog as being like, like it's more like Beethoven was like the dog never talked or had like an internal it's- monologue. It was just like crazy. And then you have like homeward bound where their mouths don't move, but they have like thoughts and like, look who's talking to where their mouths don't move and they have thoughts. And then you have like a Beverly Hills yes. Chihuahua where their mouths are moving. Is it a Beverly Hills Chihuahua you, vibes where the mouth moves and the dog talks? You bring up a very
0: important and interesting question, one that I think the entire film may rest on. And I, mm-hmm. I don't think I have this the answer huge. now. But I, this this could really define the tone of the piece. And if mm-hmm. we get this wrong... I, the whole the whole project is compromised, and it's this is a this is a tightrope we're walking tonally. I would say I my instinct was no talking, but leaning very heavily into mm-hmm. uh dog paw comedy, um dog reaction shots. Like we'll play with the realism of it a little bit, but I think that
1: yeah, and funny dog noises, yes. like a Marley and Me kind of yes, vibe.
0: yes, like tuba sounds. Like, like, Mm -hmm. like, we'll like have fun. We'll have fun with other elements, but we'll be able to have more fun with dog comedy if we keep it in the grounded. if if we keep it somewhat grounded in in a realistic world.
1: Okay, because I was starting to go to a place of like the dog can talk (laughs) and the dog decides to get like a legal career and then the dog ends up representing Samantha in her like Me Too like law, I think that's gonna. So I'm glad that you're bringing it back. I think
0: it's gonna take us to what we call to crazy town. It is. It's going to
1: mm-hmm, take us yeah. to crazy I town. mean, at crazy town. I'm. I'm. I'm not afraid of it, but I also. I also love to be just like in grounded town and just a regular town. Well, let's so circle back to this because I think there's a
0: lot more to unpack with the old ass dog. Um, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong. You know, I I don't claim to have all the answers.
1: Okay, I love that you're open-minded in this You've way. you got to so, be. So Miranda adopts an old-ass dog. Amazing. And
0: then Carrie, this one's a bit more in the real world, and it's kind of, like, sad, but Carrie loses all her money in a Ponzi scheme, is what I have. And
1: Yeah, I feel like that would happen. The B side
0: of that is, you know, where we're used to seeing Carrie, you know, drenched and dripping in fabulous clothes and purses some would argue that's what makes sex in the city so great you know what happens if carrie has to sell carrie's really hard up for money and carrie has to sell her stuff on depop carrie in an h&m mm-hmm. carrie on a budget kind of an interesting world i'm opening up here
1: yeah carrie bradshaw goodwill yep. shopper mm-hmm. okay cool and then i feel like big would be, be the reason that she loses her money because like he's doesn't he work in finance or something like is he like a bernie madoff type or did he, got, he get involved with a bernie madoff it's like
0: madoff? a kevin bacon kira sedgwick situation where they got they got roped into a they lost all their they lost a lot of money to bernie madoff if you're if you know yeah So i, I feel like there would mm-hmm. be a, a mysterious figure that big trusted because I don't want to burn. I don't want to okay. totally burn Big as a character. I want them to get through this challenge together.
1: You know, I don't want. Yeah. But they're going to have to roll up their sleeves and get in the muck with each other. Because now they're just normies like you and I. Yeah.
0: I know. Does Big lose all his money yeah. too? How much money does Big have? If you had to put a net and worth he on it. I has a lot.
1: I'd say he probably has like 20 to 35 mil. Yeah. Because, like, you know, their penthouse apartment isn't cheap. Like, that apartment has to be, like, 50 mil in New York. The one that they move into, like, after they get yeah, married. it's really big. It's big. I mean, maybe it's not 50 mil. Maybe that's a little bit of a stretch. But I feel like he has, like, he's not maybe liquid with 20 mil. But, like, with all his investments and stuff, like, it'd be about 20 mil.
0: And I just had a thought. Um, I don't know how we get here. But I think we find out. That the old ass dog is a ex NYPD drug sniffer, and somehow smells his way to buried treasure, and bails. Okay, and that treasure like bails carrying big out somehow. It's just a thought. I'm just throwing it out there. Try to get the dog to be very active in the resolution of the story.
1: Yeah, because we're gonna have to weave this old ass dog in and make him like very important of this. Yeah.
0: I want the dog to be okay, great. like, if not on screen, just off screen in pretty much
1: every scene. Okay, perfect. I think. Okay, so let's take it back to the beginning, and I think that this starts with you know the sweeping shot of New York oh, City that's and for carries. Sure. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Like <laughs> you can't deny the sweeping New York say City there's establishing like a, a second shot. Second
0: and third shot that are like different sweeping shots of New York City.
1: Yeah, and like a shot of the Chrysler Building like and like the Brooklyn Bridge, like
0: BB Rexa song, like da 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 New mm-hmm. York.
1: She did a special song to appear on the soundtrack, and that's like how we open up. I like that you got BB Rexa. She needs this. She needs a big break like this, quite frankly. So she's singing the song. We're seeing New York City. It's so sparkling and beautiful. And carries oh, what's like that.
0: A-, a couple masks. No, we're not doing COVID. We're not doing COVID.
1: Okay, uh, no, sorry, no, sorry. I know, pulling COVID. back, pulling back on the masks. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Um, we're COVID free and like living in the alternate universe where COVID never happened. Um, in the world of this movie, so Carrie's giving us like a voiceover of like every catching us up to speed. Mm. Like we see Charlotte maybe getting ready in her apartment. I feel like everyone's getting ready to meet for brunch, uh, and yes. like Charlotte's getting ready. She's like putting her pearls on. Yes. Carrie's like. Fluffing her curls, like putting the final touches on like a lace up wild pair of shoes. Miranda's like getting her watch on and rushing out the door from Brooklyn. Yeah, Fitbit. It's all in the details. Mm -hmm. And we see like she's already logged like 13,000 steps today. So she's just like slaying. Brady's playing Fortnite. yeah he's has a whole gaming setup she's like bye brady see you later and he's, and he's like he's has like, a neck Ugh. beard he he's grunts. like
0: drinking mountain dew he like looks he looks awful he looks 45 years okay old.
1: Brady's, not brady's-, well. maybe- brady's
0: not doing well he's maybe he's not doing well brady is like really like a, he's a troll he's in q and brady's in QAnon.
1: Okay, Brady's full queue, and maybe he didn't go to college, but he is now living in the basement. He's living in like the laundry basement of Miranda and Steve's Brooklyn abode. So it's like he went, he's, she has empty nest because like Brady has left the building, just metaphorically speaking. No
0: direction, you know, no interests besides like Fortnite and Twitch.
1: Yeah. And I think this dog, I I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking
0: the same thing. So, so smart. Okay. The dog. Okay. Is, I'm t- this dog is so helpful. This is
1: crucial. Cru- crucial. Yeah. Um, so, and then we weirdly, I think, don't see S- S- Samantha. Okay. Or maybe we do. We, okay, wait, wait. We see Samantha strutting out of her beautiful, like, tr- meatpacking apartment. Mm. And, like, a boot hitting the pavement. And then all of a sudden, an FBI coming up to her and going, Samantha Jones, you're under arrest and arresting her for the Me Too allegations Just against her. in the interest her. of
0: brainstorming, do you think there's anything to getting them all at the brunch? Kind of touching on all of their stories. We do a little misdirect with Samantha. She's got like a big project at work. And as they're exiting the brunch, so we could get the girls' That's reactions. Mine. Samantha Jones, you're Okay, yeah. Honest.
1: So smart. Okay, I love that. Yeah, so we see all the girls. They're looking flawless. They arrive at their classic brunch yeah. spot sit down and they're making their orders and we find we're caught up to speed on everything yeah, that's going on. We're in it's them. like Brady's
0: queue. They're like, girl we know, like you gotta work on that. She's like, it's mm-hmm. hard, like when someone's in queue, like it's really hard to get to them. And um yeah. Carrie's like
1: Carrie can make some like QAnon and on puns of some oh, sort.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's like um Okay, it's coming to me Q, Q. She's like, uh, I don't want to put that in my Netflix queue." And they're like, "Not funny or witty or did that make sense?" Like none of those three. And she's like, "I know." Yeah. She's like, "I'm sorry." She's like,
1: "Sounds like someone needs to oh. log off." Like, <laughs> "Oh, I have one. I have an idea." <laughs> okay. Um,
0: someone, I don't know who, I'm thinking Charlotte, but I'm flexible, should be really into
1: edibles in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we need a stoner. I think Charlotte could be, or even Carrie kind of. Yeah. Could be. Okay. Let's 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 put that let's
0: put that on the back burner. But like, edible comedy should be in this movie.
1: Okay, I agree. Um, Is there weed
0: comedy in then, Sex and the City too, or am I? No,
1: they don't ever smoke weed they have smoked weed in like the show a handful of times and i love watching them get stoned like the post-it note episode where carrie like gets high on the street and then like gets out of the misdemeanor because of the post-it yeah that was one of my favorites like seeing carrie smoke weed so i actually think that carrie is like a big pothead
0: well i
1: she's like the impetus for our stoner comedy
0: yeah okay so let's let's i just want to Keep that in our back pocket. We'll table that
1: for now. So, okay. okay. So,
0: yeah, we're touching Um, all their stories. Um, It's just, like, really fun, upbeat. Uh, I think Charlotte is starting her new job at this, like, hot new art studio. She's getting back in the art world. It's, like, a new beginning for her. And um, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter. So, okay. They leave the brunch place. Oh, did you?
1: Yeah, they all – no, no, no. I was just going to say, like, she is also talking about, like – (gasps) <gasps> does she rep oh, like an oh, artist oh, oh, or does oh, the she
0: dog is opening up something else for me
1: okay yeah so, say it
0: okay so we know that like a big thing for charlotte is like she's like going back into the art world but it, the world has changed and there's like all these like new like gender non-binary people around her she's like freaking out somewhere in this mm-hmm. film the phrase like you can teach an old dog new tricks <laughs> yes okay yeah for that i'm gonna put that in our in our candy bag for later.
1: That is, I think, kind of you've established yes. the overarching theme of the movie. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's kind of is, a mission statement. It all comes back to yeah, you can teach an old dog. Because Carrie is going to have
0: gonna, to like figure out how to like dress on a budget.
1: Yeah, she's going to have to adapt to being broke. Charlotte's going to have to adapt to being a lesbian. Um, Miranda's obviously, Miranda she's teaching has an old to dog literally teach an old dog new, new tricks. And Samantha has to, to adapt new... to like the current sexual landscape.
0: Okay, I think we're really getting somewhere, and in our yeah. writers' room, this is when um, we take a break because I feel like that was a really big breakthrough. <laughs> and I will—that <laughs> was a huge—and I will use this break to tell you my other, if I may,
1: fabulous. Okay. Yes, please, please.
0: So my other story that is—I just—I want to make sure we get to it. That mm. I got in a a public feud with Sarah Jessica Parker. Son, James <gasps> Wilkie Broderick.
1: Okay, you are not the first no. person who has told me this. He has feuded with specifically female comedians before.
0: You're kidding me. Okay, this is. No, I think huge. it's like
1: starting to this pattern be maybe a, a pattern is becoming this was But yeah, how did you guys? How did you guys? Oh my feud? god, it was
0: so many years ago. Um. I, uh, ah, I remember. He was. I run the Instagram official Sean Penn, as you were mentioning, and I was getting mm-hmm. troll comments from like the same account over and over that was like, This page sucks. Like, it used to be funny. Like, you suck. You're not funny. And I was like, Who is this person? And I go to their fucking profile <laughs> and I see like pictures of Sarah Jessica Parker like eating a sandwich. And it was like, captioned, like I love you, mom. I was like, What?
1: And like no. a picture of like
0: Matthew Broderick like eating soup, and it's like Dad's the best. I'm like, oh my god, this is Sarah Jessica Parker's 15 year old son at the time, James Wilkie Broderick, and he is cyber bullying me.
1: He's trolling, he was trolling you me. Actively. He was actively
0: trolling me. <laughs> so I, at the time, used to host this pop culture podcast called This Week Had Me Like, and I, perhaps, immaturely used it as use it as content. And I think I, I publicly, I like set the gauntlet down and I was like, James Wilkie Broderick, if you're listening to this, your dad killed someone and you're cyberbullying me and it's not cool. <laughs> kind of just like used whatever tools I had in my arsenal at the time.
1: Yeah. And honestly, like s-
0: spot the lie. Where is it? And mm-hmm. yeah, I think it deescalated pretty fast. If I recall, I think he like immediately apologized. And was like, he sent me an apology that was something like, I'm so sorry. I, and sometimes I like to get on the internet and talk shit. He likes, he was just like, he kind of like explained like why okay. he likes trolling. And I was like, okay, I feel that. And, um, yeah, he, he's, he, I, he, I count him as a great friend to this day. No, I'm just kidding. But he, yeah, he just like apologized. It wasn't, it wasn't really like a <laughs> huge like, feeling. Wow, this is a I felt bad beautiful he was like story. so young. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah, so I felt bad. I didn't really want to like drag it out Yeah, it's hard when you like
1: respond then to like a teen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, and it sounds like he owned his side of the street and that's like actually very mature of him. I don't think many trolls would take responsibility for their actions in that way. So hats off to James Wilkie Broderick. He
0: was raised right, I'll even say. I mean, totally took responsibility for his actions, owned up, manned up. And yeah, we never had an issue again. And then he would, like, send me compliments. He'd be like, I listened to the podcast this week. It was great. I was like, yes. Yeah, he's a friend now. But wait, I want to hear who else is. You got a fan
1: he, out of it. Who else
0: has he feuded with?
1: I can't really go into the details because I don't know if she speaks openly about this anymore. Oh, okay. But I will just say. Keep it vague. It was someone who has been on, on this podcast. That's all I'm going to say. If you. Okay. Well, we'll leave it at Listeners, that. Listeners. Yeah. But I think she kind of, he was more reacting to something that maybe she had instigated or made fun of, not necessarily of him, but, like, of SJP, and then it, like, escalated from there. But your situation sounds like he was more of the person that started it. I'll so, say. maybe a different situation. Yeah.
0: Anywho, so back to the old dog. Uh, old dog, old dog, where were we? Can't teach your old dog new tricks. Aha. So we've left the brunch spot.
1: We've left the brunch spot. Samantha gets approached by, like, a very strapping, handsome cop or FBI agent. And he says, like, are you Samantha Jones? And she says, yes. Why, yes, I am. And, like, kind of looks him up and down. He's like, all right, you're under arrest. Wow. Like, starts reading her her Her, rights. And uh, all uh, the girls uh, are there.
0: You're skipping over the best part. Her
1: Miranda rights.
0: Okay, now (laughs) that right there... Okay, this is a joke. Okay, We've got this is explore. also an
1: opportunity, yeah, for Carrie to really she can do some amazing pun work around here. I think Miranda immediately tells since Miranda's right there, she can be like Samantha, just be quiet, say nothing, like blah blah blah, and Carrie can be like, as as Samantha was getting read, her Miranda writes, Miranda was right there to guide her through this like troublesome time or something oh, like that. I'm sure you can do better.
0: I don't think I can. That was really, really good. It's like um wow, two Mirandas for the price of one. And I think she Mm -hmm. would be like Carrie, not now.
1: Yeah, totally. They're always they're constantly having to check her throughout the movie for inappropriate puns. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices.
0: Okay, this is – okay, now we're getting somewhere. Now we're, like, in the police station. Mm -hmm. And I don't quite have it, but I think it's, like, as you mentioned, the FBI agent is, like, really, really sexy. And I think that Samantha should try to hit on him to get out of whatever's happening to her. And it's – he's, like, actually, that's inappropriate, and it's kind of why you're here. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I think she grabs his (laughs) bulge, like, as she's being questioned. We're going to get a really hilarious questioning scene between Samantha and this guy. And she's getting, like, turned on by it because, like, what it's sexy role play to her. And she's like, can't we just figure this out? Can't we just finger this out? (laughs) Yeah, like, fondles his package. I love that. And then he... Brings the gauntlet down, and he's like, "That is why you're here." Yeah, like, is that a baton,
0: or are you just happy to see me? And she's just Mm -hmm. like grabbing. Yeah,
1: yeah. She's always grabbing. He's having to be like, "Hands off!" And she's like, "But I want you to pull your gun out." (laughs) Like, just saying, really, like inappropriate shit. I want you to
0: n y my p with your d. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one. (laughs) Yes.
1: That was really good. All right. She's like, enough of the questions. Why don't you just NY my P with your D? That was good. Good (laughs) read on that. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm so seeing this. And then he's like, many, multiple men have come forward and have accused you of sexual misconduct. And she's miffed and is like, who? Like, what are you even talking about? And maybe. When?
0: Is it, you know, like, she's like some like, big, uh, backwards statement on like since when is it inappropriate for a woman to like get what she wants sexually and to, he's like since yeah now he's like welcome yeah. to 2021 miss jones the rules are different here
1: mm-hmm. he's like ever heard of the me too movement and she's like no <laughs> <laughs>
0: And she's like, I want you to end my with your D. He's like, you said that three times. I don't times. think
1: you heard me. It's like you yeah. literally said that
0: three times. And she's like, and then, then we cut to the adoption <laughs> shelter.
1: Yeah, and we're just gonna kind of leave Samantha's story like a cliffhanger <laughs> well, circle moment. Back. Circle back and back three with. Yeah, everyone's a little bit confused, so we cut No, 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 I'm sorry. I
0: didn't mean to cut us away. I'm sure we could... So, like, the girls are in the (laughs) lobby, and, like, like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And, like, someone pays the bail, and, like, everything's okay. I don't know who pays the bail, but...
1: Yeah, I think Miranda, like, negotiates a bail. And is Miranda now Samantha's lawyer? Like, has she signed up to be her lawyer without actually really knowing what the problem is? And then will that cause her to... Will she then have to step back from being a lawyer or does Miranda like I feel like the fact that she's a lawyer, like maybe she even represents some of the people that are coming forward to accuse Samantha. because She's doing like more like human rights. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that
0: Miranda can be Samantha's lawyer. Just it's a conflict of interests. But I think that Miranda Mm -hmm. might recommend a lawyer that she knows who specializes in this. And this is a really great area to cast some, like, different experiences on the show. And it's, like, a gender non-binary lawyer or something. I don't know okay, why. I'm into that. I, I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but it's just a thought. Like, someone who's really going to, like, teach Samantha, like, what what's up and, like, what this world is and, like, why what she did was wrong. But, like, recognizes that Samantha okay. is a powerful, strong woman herself. And, like... Mm-hmm. you know like Samantha's not evil Samantha's not the enemy but like you know like I don't want Samantha to be vilified in yeah. this, but I do want her to get a comeuppance of some kind
1: yeah I think we I, I like where your head's at with the lawyer and the conflict of interest and I think Miranda could even say that like Samantha gets walked out of they are all waiting for her to like get out of her holding cell or whatever and Miranda's posted bail and then Samantha's like well that was the least sexy experience of like, my life like I didn't even believe- get poked
0: in the pokey why do they call it the pokey if no one pokes you
1: yeah and she's like i tried to hit on a woman she wasn't even having yeah. it
0: they're like oh brother
1: yeah. and i think miranda at that point maybe had like got a copy of whatever the uh, police report is and she's like going down she's like actually this seems pretty serious like she's like three men have come forward and alleged sexual misconduct against you. It's, like, John Doe 1, John Doe 2, John Doe 3. So maybe Samantha has to, like, figure out who these guys are and then, like, maybe make it right with them. That's
0: that's her beats right there. She's just, like, we go see Fryer fuck and, like, all those people. And she's, like, apologizing and, like, learning the error of her ways or
1: something. Yeah. And, like, we we can chalk it up to, like, a misunderstanding or something Oh, yeah.
0: We can't have a trial and there's no room in the movie with the dog. We haven't even gone to the dog. Like
1: (laughs) We're not not going We're not putting Samantha on trial. Yeah. Yeah, That would be I think a big misstep for Oh, and it's like
0: uh why do they call it hard time if I was hard zero percent of the time? Or like I I didn't (laughs) there I spent no time with anything hard. Something like that.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's like maybe the UPS guy he isn't part of it but it's it's fryer fuck and the yoga guy and maybe they have like we find out that they've conspired to try and take samantha down and like it actually is like not there wasn't any like after there's an investigation there wasn't any wrongdoing on what her is part
0: jared is like accuses her of taking advantage of her position of power but they weren't a consensual like accuses
1: her of they were in a super consensual relationship. It was just a
0: pitch, and there aren't any bad ideas in brainstorming. He could
1: be... He could be... No, it's okay. No, no, no. He, he could... He could okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Let's just, let's
0: just... Let's just pretend I never said that. <laughs> we'll leave. Let's just pretend I never said it.
1: Um, <laughs> and, like, leave Smith out of this. I get, like, really defensive. Clearly. And, like, their relationship seemed fine to me. You've, like, really revealed my, like, you Your one, like, super weird away. area. i'm like like, don't cross that line with smith and samantha okay well now that we've established
0: Um, your boundaries um would have appreciated that in my little my little onboarding email but that's okay
1: (laughs) yeah i'll uh, from any future guests i'll be sure to say like feel free to pitch anything can happen like there's no big deal just like don't speak ill of smith and samantha's relationship Please. Okay, so we kind of know what um, Samantha's
0: journey is. I'm happy to put a pin in that for now and kind of go to the old dog, if that's okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Miranda's late because she has she has does she have a meeting with Steve at the shelter?
0: How do we or do get we just jump to in time old... like oh for like a week She's walking later. home and she sees like a street adoption thing, and it's all old ass dogs. And she's yes, like, perfect. You know what I mean? And she just like locks eyes with the oldest ass, nastiest, raggediest dog of the bunch. She's getting a spiel from the lady about how like old dogs are so neglected and no one adopts them and like how they can be perfect pets for people that are more like have limited time, blah, 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 blah. She's thinking about Brady, who's in QAnon and like, you know, we know his deal. She's like, this is perfect. This is going to solve my problems. Cut to like. hmm.
1: And. Cut to her walking in the door with this dog. What does this dog look like? Like, I'm picturing... Such a good question. Kind of, like, a gray, shaggy... Yeah, I'm right there with you. Like, medium size. You can't figure out, like, what the breed is because it's kind of a no. mutt. But it's just, like, scraggly, gray, shaggy, and so old. Like, moves, like, a millimeter at a time. Like, is it's like he barely can walk.
0: Salt-and-pepper, scruff, like...
1: Mm -hmm. He's got,
0: like, white all around his snout. He's really, like, sunken head. Maybe, like, CGI flies. (laughs) That's more for stink. But, like, I'm like, what are more visual (laughs) signifiers? Uh, but
1: yeah, he okay. really smell, he smells really bad. Like maybe we see her on the subway or, or like, and people are moving away from her and her stinky dog. And I think she might kind of like it. Cause Miranda seems like a person that's like, don't talk to me. Yes, you know what I mean? And like it's just leave this me alone. Love affair and it's kind of a blessing. Of like
0: why it's like a montage kind of situation of like why the old dog is so perfect Miran- for Miranda. He doesn't even like, like mm-hmm. to go outside people stay away from her because he's stinky and old. It's like the old dog fits perfectly into Miranda's lifestyle.
1: Yeah. And what does she name him? Um,
0: that's a great, another great question. Um,
1: like, my mind immediately went to Bernie. Like, it just, like, came to me, Bernie the old dog. Let's go with
0: Bernie. I'm totally into Bernie.
1: Okay, cool. So, her and
0: Bernie are, like, let's say we start, they're on a high in their relationship, and we'll explore some of those twists and turns. And just um we have been recording for an hour and we've only gotten to the first three scenes. That's okay. Um <laughs> Charlotte. It's okay. okay.
1: Charlotte. Yeah. So we <laughs> like quickly, um
0: <laughs> Ponzi scheme, Charlotte. So Charlotte's in the art. Charlotte starts her first day at the art gallery and it's like again like all these like cool like downtown like Gen Zers around her and she's just like wearing her pearls and she's like, what is this world? Oh, oh my God. Okay. We know she's gonna have a lesbian relationship or lesbian affair, but I think there should be a Gen Z Charlotte makeover
1: at one point in the movie, where a bunch of like, okay, yeah, I'm always down for a Gen Z Charlotte makeover. Do they shit? Do they dye her hair like pink or like I see her like bleaching her eyebrows? Bleaching her eyebrows,
0: like I wanted to look like Ella M Huff by the time that makeover is done. They okay. like glue hair into her pits. Yeah. Charlotte mm-hmm. getting yeah, she's growing, like growing pit hair and embracing pit hair, like that could be her arc this whole movie. I
1: mean, we don't even need it's honestly, radical. I don't know if we even need need a lesbian lesbian thing. thing. Yeah, she just goes like full kind of alt Gen Z, like grunge factor. And she becomes like the coolest art dealer. And I think she also gets her daughter's respect because her daughters are like turning on her for being like so traditional and like feminine and like blah, blah, blah. And like heteronormative. So this is an opportunity for her to bond with Lily. 100%. And she... Lily specifically, I think. And then
0: maybe Lily by the end of the movie is so okay, Lily's the lesbian. Lily comes out to her mom Mm -hmm. or come maybe her pronouns are like they them, they or something. And like Lily opens up to her mom by the end of the movie. Like some movement. We want to see some movement in her and Lily's relationship.
1: Uh totally. And I think and Charlotte takes this job because she has maybe this gallery is really actually fledgling and Charlotte takes the job being Being like, I don't necessarily like speak the language of this art that you're selling, but I do have like a really good sense of the business side of the art world. So I can help you get to where you want to be. Oh if you'll just take a chance and like
0: her big victory in the movie is that she she brokers the sale for like the highest, most expensive NFT in history. And it's like one Mm -hmm. of her coworkers, like who's like a budding artist themselves, like she, like, encourages them to make this art. And then, like, Charlotte, like, sells it as an NFT. And it's just, like, she makes waves in the art world. So Charlotte combines old and new. Yeah. She sells it at Sotheby's.
1: hmm Yeah. And she, again, we're now teaching an old dog new tricks.
0: OK. So that that feels totally settled. An
1: old dog learning crypto. Yeah. OK.
0: So um, that's good.
1: Carrie, that's good. Yeah. Carrie, I think she.
0: um She comes home and bigs, like like she's like tie is untied his head is in his hands she's like what's wrong and he's like we have no money like boom rug pulls out from under her like money's gone we're moving out of the apartment we're moving back into your apartment which you like still have as per the first movie or second movie i can't remember
1: and mm-hmm. yeah they hung on to it
0: so like they move back into her apartment and it's like all hands on deck like we've got to earn money um, so I'm still thinking about this all the time. Do they
1: start? <laughs> I just feel like... Does Carrie start, like, YouTubing or something? Oh like, does she become, my... like, a YouTuber? I had, had some or thoughts like... of, like,
0: Carrie becoming an influencer, but I, like, couldn't quite implement them. I think that's... I think...
1: Or like a TikToker, like she has to really get scrappy because, like, who even reads a newspaper anymore? That's no, the one. that's the thing. That's other thing. Like, print
0: media is dead. Oh my God, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scream, but yeah, she can't. No, she it's can fine. Work.
1: She can't sell anything, and like, she's out of it. Like, her, she's certainly not the breadwinner of this couple. Let's just say, yeah.
0: That. I mean, when I do freelance pieces, I, I truly get paid like $200. Like, I don't know how she, yeah, but she. I think, yeah, a fashion history TikTok. Fashion historian TikTok. You can't really mm-hmm. make a lot of
1: them. And she starts also taking, like, with the thrifting and stuff and, like, having to go in Goodwill. She does, like, fashion yeah. hauls. And then she's, like, teaching the kids about, like, the history of, like, why they're, why they're wearing, like, baggy jeans or chains. And, like, where that kind of came from. And, like, how to get the look for less. So she becomes, a like, Y2K, a look for less, like, A Y2K. Guru.
0: Secondhand fashion blogger and historian,
1: queen of secondhand clothing. Yeah. Oh, ooh. oops! Did I lose? No, for you didn't. A I was
0: com- sitting completely still and okay. thought thinking about the old dog. Um, th- <laughs> thought does Carrie open her own vintage store where she sells her clothes? Yes, and then that's how she yes. like, starts turning the tide on her and Big's financial situation.
1: Mm-hmm yeah big is like pretty devastated and he's like and he but he knows like finance and business stuff so he can help her like get all her affairs in order to like open this shop so we see like very quickly there's a transition of them like selling all their stuff like I think we can have funny moments of someone coming in and like pricing all their furniture and like going through Carrie's closet and her she's having like, to be I like, I can't do that I can't sell my clothes. Yeah, like I can't even. Just, I can't sell I can't even them. Watch, I can't
0: even watch. I know. It's like the tutu yeah. gets and held up and like, it's like, how much is the tutu worth? And they're like, nothing. And she's like, oh, like the tutu means everything to me. It's her breaking point. Like, I can't yeah. sell. I think my she's clothes. like, no, him- yeah, I'm taking out.
1: that. Like she. Yeah, she keeps the tutu and she keeps, like, one pair of Manolos, like, that she just, like, can't, she won't get rid of. Maybe they're the blue satin Manolos from the first movie or maybe they're just, like, her first ever pair of Manolos. And she's, like, this is how she will hold on to hope and, like, figure out how she'll rebirth from this disaster. Right, that's her,
0: her rock bottom is, like, they're, like, putting price tags and everything in the apartment and her clothes. Mm
1: -hmm. But then,
0: like, her reclaiming of her narrative is, like, she opens up a vintage store.
1: Where she like Yeah, and has like a huge following on TikTok that then transitions into like having the best vintage store of all time. So basically it's like she opens up the version of like Patricia. I was gonna say
0: it's yeah, and then we get Pat in the
1: This is an homage to Pat. One hundred percent. I think we have like a walk on like Pat is her first employee and they like run this store together and like it's just their Yeah, like Cameo.
0: It's like Pat walks in, she like lowers her sunglasses, she's like, Great store. And then, like, mm-hmm. walks
1: away. Yeah, maybe she pulls from the store for like a shoot or something. And then that's also how Carrie gets a big following mm-hmm. and like how people start coming to her store. And she uses social media as a way to yes, like sell the because garments. Because all her stuff. garments
0: are like Y2K iconic, like so in vogue right now. And everyone's like, do you hear about this like woman, her store? Like, oh, yes, 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 yes queen, yes.
1: Maybe. Okay, because I was going to say maybe she refuses to sell. Yeah, I was going to say maybe she refuses to sell any of her clothes. And then she ends up just opening this store. That's what I was thinking. She like
0: doesn't want to sell them to like some nameless, faceless, like uh, clothes broker. And though her solution. Yeah,
1: and they're also pricing them like so low. It's actually like insulting. And she like can't in the name of fashion and everything. Holy. She cannot come to terms exactly. with like selling her Jean Paul Bouquet <gasps> oh, for and, like thirty dollars. Like
0: she does like you said that Pat's like picking up pieces for shoots. Maybe she's like renting her uh renting some of her vintage pieces so she does get to like keep them.
1: Yeah, she's renting like archival yeah. pieces. And like I think the newspaper dress, the like Galliano mm. newspaper dress makes like a huge comeback. And then she just becomes Rich like off. She's fashion guru. Yeah, she's like, and then she gets to still
0: shop. So she like still gets to shop for the store. So she like will go to like thrift Mm -hmm. stores and like estate sales or whatever, and like get her kick shopping for like old Carrie esque pieces, knowing that she's gonna like flip them for a profit. Like it's for it's her business now.
1: Yeah. And do she and Big, like, are they going to stay together? Like, where is he in all You know,
0: I'm not going to lie. I'm not really thinking about Big. I'm more thinking about how the old dog fits into the store. I am kind of coming up short on, like, how we're going to get the old dog in there. But Big, um...
1: Maybe the old dog...
0: There's, like, an animal violation that, like, shuts them down briefly. The old
1: dog could sniff out some drugs in one of the old clothes some of carrie's old clothes or something
0: that's good we'll circle back to that i'm sorry to bring it back to the old dog but big yeah what's big's arc it's a good we've we've had big with like affairs and like this and that like it's like what's a something that's not been done big um go big's on keto big's keto
1: (laughs) big is trying to get not so big because maybe he gets depressed and he starts stress eating gets a little fat, so he goes on a diet, and then his plotline is just very like silly. silly yeah, it's good. We needed humor. some levity. Yeah, there's a lot of humor.
0: heaviness in this.
1: Yeah, and so and then he's just supportive <gasps> of Carrie. And oh, my oh my god! Oh my god! I have a
0: comedy idea.
1: What? 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 Um, there's yes. like, a
0: really funny, like pure comedy scene in the shop where Bigs like, I found like my new favorite keto snack. Like, it's so good. I can't believe I haven't tried this before. I've been eating it for weeks. Like, it's why I'm so skinny, and it's like reveal big's accidentally been eating the old dog's wet dog food and he didn't read the label and he's been eating dog food for a week but the macros are amazing how did he find how did he find that's a really good question i thought you'd ask that um i think we're in a universe where the old dog spends part of the time at the store and becomes like the mascot of the store Mm
1: -hmm. um and Miranda has to drop him off sometimes because actually the old dog has like crippling separation anxiety, mm-hmm. so he like, can't be alone. Yada and, yada. Like, yada Steve there's some. Has like the bar or whatever. Brady doesn't really do a good job of keeping an eye on him. And so Miranda will drop the old dog in front yeah, of the store. Yeah, so the cans
0: are at the store and you get it. It's
1: yeah. Just, it's simple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: that's just like a pure comedy setup. Like if we, if we need it. We might, we might not have big space. is
1: hopped up on dog food protein, just like living his best life. And he's shredded, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, he should be like super mm-hmm. shredded by the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and to Samantha, <laughs> I don't know about Samantha, <laughs> but we know she we've got to get so she has the lawyer who's like she- teaching her. So she's like her- Samantha's whole thing by the end of the movie is like consent like all i needed was consent so samantha's like asking everyone for like consent Mm
1: -hmm. she's like become
0: a she's just she's just like a way more respectful person
1: and actually she's getting laid more because she's just being straight up like can i like is it okay if I look you up and down and people are, and the guys are like, sure. And then like, she's just actually like making way more. Yeah, ladies,
0: the more I ask for consent, the more I'm come senting. Wait, I was trying to do something there, but I didn't quite get it, <laughs> but um, it's okay. It's just a starting
1: point. Yeah. No, I like it. I like where your head's at. Mm.
0: Yeah. So I think we've got it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we've got it. So wait,
1: do we have, do we have, how do we get Brady out of queue? Yeah, so I Is there think any way I, to like. I am
0: realizing that I may have dug us into a little narrative hole where if the dog's at the store, I think that Brady and the dog, the dog helps Brady get out of queue. It's like he goes outside and has to walk the dog and he's really like begrudging at first. He's like, I don't want to leave my Minecraft, whatever, Fortnite setup. But like as he takes the dog out and like just walks and like sees the city. Maybe like a girl he like a girl hits on him. He like meets a girl and like the dog lifts Brady out. Oh wait, I she's got like, it. I got it. Out. I got it.
1: Okay. Brady is like getting really in he's deep on 8chan. He's talking about storming the Capitol and like the day comes where he's gonna like leave the house to go storm the Capitol or like take the bus to Washington oh, DC no. and like participate in the Capitol. Oh, no. And that is also a day where suddenly the old dog escapes and instead of going to storm he has to go chase this dog and the dog like runs through like we get like the dog running through brooklyn and brady like trying to find him and then he can meet a girl like he has like a meet cute where the dog leads him to this other girl who may have some similar like iffy beliefs or something or she's like just really nice and normal and then he realizes like there's more out there even the girl could be like did you see like these crazy people are like storming the Capitol? Like that's so gross. Right. And he's like, yeah, that's like pretty awful. And then, then they strike up a conversation. Then he's like lulled out of Q by like, he's what?
0: lulled out of Q and on by the K nine.
1: Mm hmm. Totally. I love <laughs> where you went with that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So Brady now has a girlfriend. Awesome. Samantha has made peace with Friar Fuck and that yoga guy, and is like really Charlotte has. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Charlotte has armpit hair,
0: and is like, s- and like selling thin NFTs wire frame NFTs glasses. And stuff.
1: Yeah, selling NFTs. Harry is supportive of his wife. Harry's and... keto
0: too. No, that's
1: not gonna work. <laughs> we'll think of a story. I mean, they, he and Big, he and Big could be on like a keto text chain together. CrossFit. Um. Okay, so Harry's doing something.
0: Yeah. Samantha... And Carrie's got, shop. Carrie's shop. Carrie has her shop. Yeah. And Miranda's story is a little fuzzy to me. She got the
1: old dog. She got an old dog, but what has she really learned and gone through? Um, let's see. Is she having to, like, accept her, like... Just like, is it a is it an issue of like accepting her son for who he is instead of like being like he's an asshole?
0: Yeah, but she's got to have a little fun, a little sex, a little something. The movie's a little devoid of sex at
1: the moment. I'm noticing. Is do we have? Yeah, there has actually been no sex in this Sex Not in the good. City. Not a good thing. Maybe Miranda. Maybe we have. Maybe we have Miranda be the um the pothead she gets into Perfect. edibles Problem and solved. then she and steve are having like wild S- edible Slow sex.
0: dry pot sex <laughs> yeah <dry>.
1: frothy <laughs> cotton mouth <laughs> pot sex. she can barely give a blow job and then but then they start exploring the world of like edible lube, like lube, weed like, edibles THC, yeah. lubes. and she's like for it's amazing and like and she's really like we get it's just pure miranda stoner comedy and is this into dog. microdosing by the end of the movie
0: mm-hmm. and it solves all her problems
1: yeah she's very into psych- psychedelics like is microdosing like mushrooms by the end Done. yeah
0: problem solved
1: do we have one uh, like does miranda accidentally dose herself at one point in the movie like does she start does she like i feel like we're missing a part where she could trip acid and then no, we need a big she has like a one-on-one with this dog who's oh, now talking okay now, now we've the got dog. the dog talking yeah i really i and, and, i caroline i needed this dog to talk i needed I can it tell. i could tell that was <laughs> and if it wasn't gonna happen just by any stretch of the imagination it can happen on hallucinogenic i think crowds. this
0: is perfect i think we've uh we bridged it we found the perfect way for the dog to talk it still fits into the realism of the movie it, it's perfect i think yeah the dog tells her um maybe the dog is the one that says you can teach an old dog new tricks it's kind of meta he's the one that says that statement
1: yeah she has like a heart to heart you know in the second movie where charlotte and miranda like have a heart to heart at the bar in their hotel room yeah. And they get, like, really real. This is, like, that, but she's doing it with a dog, like, walking in circles around a park in Brooklyn. Yes, and
0: I think that her old dog new tricks thing is, like, that she's microdosing and she's never been a better lawyer at the end. And she's, like, a little mm-hmm. less neurotic and she's, like, killing it at law.
1: Yeah. Maybe she's... All thanks to Bernie. Yeah.
0: And I think that it's like a bigger commentary on like legalization of drugs. Like the dog's name is Bernie. Like, and maybe she's doing a lot of representing like unfairly incarcerated people who've been like incarcerated for minor drug offenses. That becomes like her new thing
1: yeah like, we write in home. at the top of the at the top of the movie she's like frustrated and feeling a lack of purpose and yeah she's like this is feeling very stale to me like i don't know like where my next calling exactly. is and then by the end she's getting people out of like unfair weed like sentences i
0: fucking love it
1: i love it i Be love honest. this movie i want to watch it that's what
0: you've ever done <laughs>
1: Um, you know, I know I don't rate them as like best or worst or anything. I just like I want to watch this movie, okay. and so to me, that's a fucking win.
0: I want to watch it too.
1: I really want to watch it. What should we call this movie? It's Sex and the City three. Do they, do they have old dogs? Yeah, new-
0: I think it's got to be dog related. Old ass yeah. dog. <laughs> the one with Sex the and the old City ass three.
1: Dog. Old. A- Old ass dogs, new ass tricks. That's great. Okay, I
0: I love that.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll text Darren. Me too. um, And okay, get in touch with him. Wait, can you leave us with like a final? Are there any more Sex in the City run-in stories that you have to share?
0: Um, sadly, no. I don't know when this podcast is airing.
1: Those two are really strong. Um,
0: but it is Sarah Jessica Parker's birthday this Thursday, and mine's Friday so oh my um, god well wished.
1: spiritually you're very connected I know,
0: don't i know it uh so wish us a happy mm. birthday but i don't think i don't think i have no i don't have any other stories
1: that's okay i love those two were above and beyond the call of duty yeah how much do
0: you fucking need i'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you're the one that said I have so many, so I thought there's got to be more than two. That's true, that's but true. You know what? I forgive you. Those two are great. Stories. I was like high on the. I was high um, on the old ass
0: dog. Like, don't hold me accountable here. <laughs> I was micro. I was micro- Stop, microdosing. The dog. I was microdosing on old ass dog.
1: <laughs> the fifth character of Sex in the City. I can't wait for the then fourth installment of this movie where. Sadly, Bernie may have to pass or he may continue to teach us new things we didn't know about. No, life, he dies. But... He dies. Yeah. Okay. That, the last scene is his it's a funeral. Movie that's all the last about scene death. is his funeral. And Liza yeah.
0: Minnelli comes back and performs a. Liza Minnelli and baby Rexa perform a reprise of Single Ladies at the, at the old yeah. son funeral.
1: I see that. Oh, God. Full Gorgeous. circle, baby. Well, Caroline thank you so much for being on this pod i appreciate you taking the time to share your amazing stories with us and get into this world tell everyone where they can find um, you yeah
0: you could find me um on like official sean penn on instagram um watch the show chad on tbs i wrote for that watch my new show that i'm writing for right now the sex lives of college girls title is very similar to sex Ugh. in the city is that intentional I know. well
1: you've already sold me um yeah. Yeah, I mean.
0: it's gonna be great on HBO Max this November. And check out my uh, new brand. I have a chic tinned fish brand called Fishwife.
1: Oh, I saw Eat- that. Okay, I'm excited to try this out. You're really it's like you're forging city. and blazing new trails. It's the trails. Sex in the City of Tinned yeah. Fish.
0: It's very fun. It's flirty. It's feminist. It's sustainable. It's traceable. It's delicious. Eatfishwife.com.
1: Yum! I can't wait. Yeah, I'll
0: say. Uh, that's not the only thing that's fishy about me. Sorry, I like tried to do one last one and I was tired.
1: Um, thanks for having me. That was so fun. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Friend of the Pod Productions.